Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I am your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you so much for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 166 of our trek. And yesterday we finished our exploration of Proverbs chapter five. We will remain in the camp for a few more days as we explore Proverbs chapter five. If you miss any of the days of our wisdom trek, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them or to read our daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is good to be back into somewhat of a routine this week. Being a disciplined person that I am, I tend to like the structured schedule that allows me to get up at the same time each day for exercise and meditation. I find that I accomplish so much more when my schedule is set. I have been recording the Wisdom Trek podcast early in the morning over the past few weeks, which seems to be working out well in my schedule. If I do sound a bit raspy this week, it is due to allergies or a cold that seem to flare up after returning from our cruise. It appears to be clearing up, so hopefully I'll be over it soon. So let's look at our trek for today. In my hiking experiences, especially when we sit around the campfire at night, I have discovered that as the night wears on, the stories shared around the campfire can become more personal in nature. And so it is with the Bible, and especially in Proverbs. God doesn't sugarcoat the subjects discussed. Woven within the scripture, we see the good, the bad, and the ugly of people's lives. Even with all the advances in information, technology, and medicines, people and societies have not changed all that much over the millenniums of human existence. The next few chapters of Proverbs deals with some of the weaknesses we have as humans, and since God has chosen to leave them in His love letter to us, we will cover them as well as we dig for nuggets of wisdom that are contained in these verses. Let's think about the campfire that we're sitting in front of today. Just as smoke from the campfire can drift into our eyes, temporarily blinding us and making our lives uncomfortable, there are times where we are blinded by our desires and temptations that are in our lives, which end up making our lives very uncomfortable. The question for you today is, do you stay in the same place allowing the smoke to continue to blind you? Or do you take action to make the needed changes to avoid smoke getting into your eyes? By God's grace, regardless of the past situations, we do not need to remain in the smoke. The overall subject of Proverbs chapter 5 is avoiding immoral women, although the same principle applies to avoiding immoral men also. As with part of the previous chapter, we see that chapter 5 is a poem, and the poem has two subject matters. The first, a married woman tempts a man who is not her husband, and secondly, evil practices are like this woman because sometimes these things attract us, but evil practices offend God. We must obey God and refuse to continue those evil practices or habits. We see in chapter 5 that Solomon discusses both subjects at the same time. The actions of this woman shows how evil ideas can attract us. So let's start with verses 1 and 2. Solomon is teaching his children again, and it says, My son, pay attention to my wisdom and listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you have learned. We see that Solomon begins this lesson in the usual way. He reminds us that we need both wisdom and knowledge. With wisdom and knowledge, we can avoid danger like what is described in the following verses. Let's move on to verse 3. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. Here we see a married woman tempting a young man. She is so beautiful. When he kisses her, her lips taste as sweet as honey. When he listens to her, her words are so attractive. He does not think about the woman's husband. He does not think about God's precepts. He does not even think about the results of his action. He only thinks about her. Sometimes evil ideas can attract us. These ideas might seem sweet and pleasant. Sometimes it might seem easy to do the wrong thing, and it seems hard to do the right thing. But we should not do evil things. We should say, this offends God. It might hurt other people. It could place me in danger. 
This is similar to when the devil offered bread to Jesus when Jesus was hungry in his period in the wilderness in Matthew 4, verses 1 through 4. But Jesus refused this temptation, and he quoted Deuteronomy 8, 3. People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So always be on guard, especially when you are tired or worn out physically, emotionally, and spiritually. These are the times when temptations are greatest to us. We must refuse to do these evil things. Let's move on to verse 4. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Evil ideas may seem attractive, but they really are terrible. When the man kissed the woman, in his mind, even her lips tasted sweet. Later, the taste in his mouth will be bitter. Later, he will know the results from his action. First, the woman's speech is attractive. Later, she is like a sword. She will attack him and hurt him. Stepping outside of God's plan for sex and marriage is like drinking sweet poison. It seems so great while you're drinking it, but in the end, it will make you deathly ill. Evil things are often like this. Evil behavior always causes pain and trouble. The devil uses these evil ideas to try to destroy us. Now to verse 5. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. If our behavior is evil, then the result in the end is death. Solomon's son here might not die if he follows this married woman. It may not be physical death that is mentioned here, although it could be. This death is a spiritual or moral death. It would certainly mean the death of this person's integrity and reputation. Occasionally, evil actions do lead straight to death. But usually the process is much slower. It's step by step. Every evil action brings us nearer to death because our evil behavior takes us away from God. We can only receive true life if we truly trust in God. When the Bible speaks about death, often it does not mean the death of our bodies. Often the Bible means the death of our spirits. In Romans 8.11 it tells us, And the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. We see here the result of our evil actions is death. But God brings life to our bodies and our spirits through the Holy Spirit. And then on to verse 6. For she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down the crooked trail and doesn't realize it. Again, this verse compares our life to a journey or trek. Sometimes a person, like this woman, refuses to hear God's law. This woman lives in the way that she chooses. She does not care about what is right or good. She lives by her emotional and physical desires. She has forgotten God and she has lost her way. She does not know where her life might lead her. She may not even know that her actions are wrong. She stumbles headlong down this narrow and rocky trail. But we have heard God's law. We know what is wise. We must trust God. We must not copy the people like this woman whether it is sexual sin or any other type of evil behavior. As we reflect around our campfire today, we can see how easily we can plunge into these evil choices, leaving us unfulfilled and wasting our precious time and energy on something that has no eternal benefit. These life lessons are so valuable to everyone that you meet, so encourage your family and friends to join us each day and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. Tomorrow we will continue with Solomon's teaching us about wisdom in Proverbs chapter 5. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or YouTube so that the episodes will be downloaded to you automatically each day. And again, please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. 
As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.